And welcome back. I'm Mike with the Turntable Teachers, and class is officially back in session. And we are here with a brand new guest speaker episode, and I am so excited to have Hex joining us today. If you're a fan of the show, you already know he's kind of already been doing some work with us. He's got mixing tips with Hex with the Right Mind series, so a brand new series that I just dropped. And I figured, hey, you know what? If he's helping us out, we got to give the man an interview. And obviously, he's not only a brilliant engineer, but also a fantastic up-and-coming artist. And once again, I'm just really, really thrilled to have Hex on once Thank again. You so, much, so, but Thank this you. time for the interview uh, portion of it, of course. So, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> what's going on, man? How are you? Good, good. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm great. Can't complain. You know, just uh, every day, every day grind over here. You know, as I'm sure you <laughs> know. This, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Sir. Yes. So obviously, you like I said, you uh, you're an engineer. You you do a lot of mixing and mastering. When we've obviously had a whole episode on that, and you're going to be giving us some some tips and 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 really any of our listeners some tips on engineering. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, you know, on the back burner of this episode. Uh, but I, I did want to dive in first to just you know you as an artist first and foremost. And I always want to shout out uh, our our mutual friend here, Jack DeConza, who. The funniest, fun, yeah. <laughs> funny how life works because I coached Jack when I was at Framingham uh, High when I was coaching basketball. He was a junior in high school. We stayed in touch, and uh, I would see every once in a while him post some of your like your beat. I think you were either making beats or what were you yeah. doing again? You were singing, making at beats. The time, what, 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 what were you doing at, the at that time, point? I was I was producing for another artist named Maddie Owens. Um, shout out Maddie Owens. He's fire. But um. Yeah, I was produce. I was like, cause like I had just gone when I was on my way into college. I started making beats, so um, around that time I was like super happy into making beats. Didn't even think about being an artist, and uh, he was like pretty much like the middleman between me and Maddie because uh, Maddie Owens is also from Framingham, and um, and then that just got me into making beats. So he was probably posting Matt Maddie's songs with my beats. Uh, at the time that you you're talking about I'm pretty sure if not then like a year later I started actually becoming an artist after that so it could have been that but I'm pretty sure it was um, just pretty much the stuff I produced yeah I, I definitely think that that's that's what it was either that or, or, or I think there was around a time too you started you started kind of fooling around with some singing and, and, and rapping yeah. and things like that I think so yeah for context you were obviously at UMass with 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 Jack and so that so is that really kind of what at what point did you kind of realize like maybe I can actually start being an artist maybe I'm actually a talented vocalist rather than just a producer yeah so I I mean like growing up I was like I got my first guitar when I was in third grade like picked it up super quick like I've always been like a super musical person like um I guess like it stopped when I like got to high school like middle school I was doing like singing and playing guitar like talent shows and stuff and like I'd say I was pretty good I think I was better in like seventh grade before I hit puberty <laughs> than I than I was now because like my girly little boy voice was like <laughs> chef kiss but no but yeah I, uh, I stopped that when I got into high school like I was playing basketball a lot um, like we talked about before oh like, yeah uh, I was I was heavy into basketball so like I had that mindset of like oh like singing and playing guitar that's not cool like <laughs> and then 
And then uh, after high school, I was like, dang, basketball's over. Like I have no hobbies anymore. So <laughs> I got to, I got to pick something up. Cause like I, I, I'm a, I'm a Gemini. We get bored easily. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I picked, I picked up making beats and it's just uh, a, a year later after, um, I think Maddie like took like a little break from making music at the time. So I was like, she, like, I don't know what the hell, <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, I'm just going to make beats for nobody. Like, and I wasn't heavy into like trying to sell anything. So I was like, ah, like, I don't know what to do. And then I thought back, like, I've sung, I've sang before. Like, I've thought about singing. I've just never, like, taken that leap. And um, I think taking, Maddie taking that break for a little bit and forcing me to, like, be creative, I was like, all right, I'll just produce for myself. So that's when it started. Like, it was, like, January 2019. Oh, wow. January 2019, I put out my first song, yeah. Oh, wow. So pretty, like, not super recent, but within the last two years or so yeah, yeah like a year and whatever eight months yeah, or nine yeah, months yeah 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 i mean that's i mean that's such a cool like little little thing like almost because like you said it's, it's one of those things where you wanted to keep doing it and and same with me like yeah. i it was, it was i always it's funny how things come around because i for a while was doing in high school especially was doing like video editing i was huge into that like video and audio editing and then all yeah. of a sudden like but again like like you said like i was bigger into basketball than that and then obviously you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. We don't realize that the sports end at some point, even though I'm still coaching. Oh, it's like, you know, yeah, the, the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The sports end at some point, and yeah, it's actually so actually really funny. This this podcast started in January twenty nineteen as well. So really, we got the same birthday. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I love that. Yeah, yeah same, same birthday for turntable teachers and hex. Yes, uh, wait, I actually never. I I hate asking this question because I feel like this is something I should have already known. But just hitting me now, I'm curious. Where did hex come from? So everybody asks me because like wh- like I guess like if if you didn't know me like really know me, you wouldn't really like have a clue or put any of it together. But hex uh, comes from hexadecimal. For coding it's like some nerdy shit <laughs> so yeah I, I was like wicked big into coding and i uh in high school and then i went into um computer science at umass uh okay going into umass i ended up changing my major because like i realized like i didn't actually like want to do that as a career so i switched but i started like my grades were like going way down like in computer science because it was so hard and at the time we were learning about hexadecimal something i don't even remember and uh i was like all right like what like i was trying to come up with a name i was like what relates to me and i was like and it has to be some like nerdy shit on the download because like i'm a super big geek so then i was like all right like let's look up like coding stuff because like i was big into coding at the time so then i was like hexadecimal oh that's what we're learning about in class like how can and then i was like hex that's perfect so i was like i bet (laughs) I feel it like had, it wasn't yeah. like this dear to the heart like like I don't know my godfather's name that passed away or something like super like <laughs> <laughs> it was just really like I just like looked on Wikipedia like a bunch of like coding terms and then was like all right hexadecimal I shortened it to hex and then the reason why it's h3x not hex is because when I when I I was originally hex so it was like beats by hex and then like that's when I was producing and then I looked up when I became was becoming an artist. I wanted to have like a main artist Instagram. So like everything with the word hex with an E in it was completely taken. Like 
because like Instagram is such a broad platform. So like all the names that were taken that I wanted to take and I wasn't trying to do like hex underscore underscore three, five, one underscore. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up looking on Apple music and was like, all right, like I see people put like numbers as letters and like that ends up coming cool, coming out cool. Like black, for example, is like six lakh mm-hmm. and like stuff like that. So I was like, all right, like maybe to make me more unique, I can do H3X. And then I looked up on like when I signed up for DistroKid and stuff to like post my music. Um, it worked perfect because like there was like a t- I forget the number, but there was a ton of H-E-X and there was only like 20 H3X. So like artists with that in their name. So like it was perfect. And now like when you look me up, I'm number one in as like H3X. So like anytime someone looks at my name, I'm the top, which is like which is awesome. So it worked out perfect. That's oh, I love that story. That's really sweet. Yeah. And it's good that though, at least you started without, excuse me, that you didn't start with a number like black because he, he, he can't get away from that now. It's like, he he is, he's almost like six lakh to every, like to almost everybody. People call me H three X all the time. Like, I don't really mind as long as they spell it right. When they type in, type it in to listen, (laughs) that's all I care about. (laughs) As as long, as long as they type it in, listen to the music, right. They get to that point. That's all that matters. Um, You know, that's, that's funny. I I like that too, because I, Hey, your, your name has to work for you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and it has to yeah. kind of be a, 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 like an extension of who you are. Right. So that's super cool. Like you're obviously wearing the star Wars shirt right now. As yeah. We're talking to anybody that's <laughs> on the, yeah. Yeah. You see that's, the death, the death star in the background right here. I, oh, I, I'm now noticing it now. Yeah. Yes. I just noticed that for the first time. Yes. Yeah, so anybody that's not uh, listening to, uh, that's listening to the audio version, not the YouTube version. Hex is in a yeah. nice uh, Star Wars T-shirt, and you're also, I mean, <laughs> in a lot of your your promotional videos on YouTube. I mean, uh, not not YouTube, um, Instagram. You're always in a Rick and Morty shirt, which we yeah. we bonded over that too. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and I, Rick and Morty, like, yeah. You, you, you and I have a lot more in common than I ever realized because I, I didn't, yes. never knew you were a hoops guy. And like, we talked to like the yeah. last time we did the uh, the mix by Hex. Or excuse me, uh, mixing tips with hex. That's your thing, not mine. Yeah, uh, mixing tips with hex. <laughs> I want to rebrand you. Um, yeah. The mixing tips with hex with us. So we we talked. We must have talked for like two hours after we did that first episode, and I, yeah. I didn't know you were a hoops guy. And then, uh, but yeah, same breath too. I'm a huge Rick and Morty fan. Like huge. That show, best. bro. The best show. Dude. Next level. It's so good. It is. It's it's so funny. <laughs> like I. Even people that I wouldn't expect to like it, like you, I got even like my girlfriend into it a little bit, like did not expect her to like it at all. And she's just like, all right, this is kind of funny yeah. and clever. Like I fuck with this. <laughs> yeah. Like my girlfriend is like, she hates stupid comedy, like hates it. So like when I showed her, I had to like explain it at first and like kind of ease her into it. And then at first she's like, all right, it's, it's growing on me a little bit. And then I was like, see, this is why it's the best. <laughs> it Any, grows on everybody. I mean, you have really, I, I personally, I don't know about, I don't know about you, but. I start everyone that doesn't know Rick and Morty. I start them on Pickle Rick because yeah, it's, dude, same. It's like the most mainstream one, so like, it, yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that is it, what's what's like your favorite episode, Rick and Morty? If you had to, um, I like Anatomy Park a lot just because um, the ending when he explodes and shit and like it's just mad funny. <laughs> I love that one. The John, Ol- I like the John Oliver like, cameo in that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then what was the uh, Morty's mind blowers. I thought that one was funny too. Morty's mind that, blowers. That one was the most messed up. I think like that one was crazy. And I also like um, interdimensional cable, the first yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, it's just like, stuff. it's just cool. Like they just like all the improv and like, you can just tell like they're just having so much fun in the studio recording that. And it's just so cool. I know dude that, I mean yeah. that show, like it is so out there. Like it really yeah. is. <laughs> in the, it, honestly, in just like the best way. Like I, yeah. oh, I, I'm so obsessed with it. 
Um, me personally, I really liked uh, from the new season. I really liked the heist one. I thought that one was fucking hilarious, dude. Yes, yes, that one was not funny. That one's really good. Yeah. And then, um, oh, and then the one where oh, what's it called? Sleepy Gary and all. Yeah, like the yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one, I, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but that one's a good one too. Yeah. But anyway, if you haven't watched Rick and Morty, guys, anybody that's listening to this, you, you have you, to. <laughs> you have to, and then also like you know exactly what we're talking about if you have been uh, yeah. <laughs> you've been watching and, and you're a fan of Rick and Morty. So anyway, yeah. but hey, you know, man, like we're all we're all nerdy about certain shit. You know what I mean? Like there's certain I, I know yeah, nerd dude, you can't, stigma you can't just is be like, like, like I don't like I don't pay Star attention. Wars and yeah. numbers and all that shit. But yeah, I mean, you have to pay attention to some shit outside of music. You know, it has to be like a little bit diverse. Like. Oh yeah, yeah. You got yeah. you got to like relax and, and let loose a little bit sometimes. You know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. kind of just you know, sure. in, enjoy life. You know what I mean? And yeah, uh, you know, Rick and Morty certainly certainly gives me that for sure. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So no, I'm, that's that's really cool, man. I actually uh, did never really knew that story. Not something I even plan on asking you, but I just just off the top of my head, I was like, I, I, I forgot to ask him. Like, why why eat yeah, my yeah. hex? That makes sense. I love that. Yeah, it's a cool, and, it's uh, cool story. You, know? <laughs> so you started in January 2019, same as us, right? So same birthday, love it. Yes. And then, yeah. uh, you know, flash forward to now, you know, you're you're here. You've dropped a plethora of singles this year. Your yeah. numbers on not only Spotify, Instagram, all that have just risen in the last year, I feel like. I feel like I've even watched you yeah. grow as I've really, you know, kind of got reacquainted with you this past year. Uh, cause, cause again, you always look familiar to me. And then I was like, no, no way. That's the dude that was like messing around when, when Jack was yeah, posting with, uh, stuff. On, so. the, on the machine, like the beat machine. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm looking at you now and I'm like, oh wow, this is awesome. And, and I really was messing with a lot of your music. Like I know earlier on in the year, uh, the dear dad song that you dropped, we, yeah. um, we reviewed that and like, that's how we, that's how we really got to talking like big time. Cause, yeah. um, you know, you, you thought our review was good and spot on and all that good stuff. And, and yeah. ever since, man, you've been just dropping single after single, you dropped fade away. Yeah. Tell me, tell me <laughs> lies with, with, uh, with by Cronin, you yep. said way up, uh, yeah. new love, been... you have so many new singles coming out. So I was just wondering, you know, like, so what was, what's kind of your, mindset or your thought process for dropping music this year like why, why have you chosen to go the single route um last year i actually i started well i've had three different ways <laughs> when i first started i was like so torn to whether whether i should just start off with a huge bang with like an album or something like because i was like i really like how these songs are coming out like i've never written music in my life like i wrote my first song I used to write like parody songs in my dorm, like talking about like, I don't know, like screwing bitches and like, you know, like just like, just like fake, like just because I was making beats and I, me, Jack and like our other friend Eddie would like, just like make the stupidest lyrics on top of beats and stuff. And like, that was the only songwriting experience I ever had. I've never written a song in my life other than those stupid songs that I would write sometimes for fun because I just knew how to like work the software when we were really bored but like literally like when i first started dropping music i was like this these songs are really good like compared like they exceeded my expectations because i was so new i thought it, they would be ass and then so i was like i don't want to i i want everybody to like take advantage and like take in what i have to say but like at the same time like not just judge me off one song so like that's like the thing with albums versus singles it's like when you drop an album a lot of the times people will skip through and stuff like that. We talked about it. Like mm -hmm. 
I used to be like that so much where like I would skip around and like not really take in what the artist has to say but I've grown now that I make music I understand the respect of like going from top to bottom um so when you do singles it's like they actually take in they're forced to take in the song no matter what the song is like if they listen they listen uh but with albums it's like when they hear the intro and they're like eh this doesn't really seem that good let me see what the next one's about you know like it gives them too many options <laughs> so when i was first dropping i just tried to do like a middle approach where i would drop um i dropped three songs well i technically posted them in like december Okay. But then, like, I didn't announce them till like beginning beginning of January because I wanted them all out at the same time. So I had three songs out. So it was like pretty much like an EP, but like not really because they were separate. They weren't under the same name, so mm. they had to be taken in individually. Um, so I did that, and then I did two songs another time, like the month after. And then after that, I was like, okay, now I can start making an album because like that was working. People were actually listening to all of the songs. And then, um, so then I made an album and that sucked because like, that was like, I thought the album was at the time. I thought the album was good. Now I listen back and I'm like, like shivering, like <laughs> compared to my stuff. Now I really, I like my stuff now way more, but like when I dropped the album, it was like the first, if you look at the streaming numbers, the first half of the album is like double the second half. So it's like, I was like, Jesus, like I literally just put so much time into, I could have just done half the songs <laughs> you know, True. if that yeah. was the case. So it was like frustrating. So that's why after that I was, I took like, it was like a month and a half before I dropped one song and then I dropped this, I dropped show love with Cronin and then I took another month and then dropped a bunch like week. No, I was doing bi-weekly this year, but like last year at the end of the year I was doing weekly. So I did like six weeks in a row, I think of music wow. and it was like five or six. And then I thought that worked a lot better because it was like, like I said, it's like getting a ton of music, but they have to digest it as singles instead of like the album approach where they can skip. So that's like my philosophy now is like, I'm not really focused on dropping an album anytime soon until like I really start growing, growing. Like I only have like, I'll bounce around between like, a thousand monthly listeners and like two or three thousand like depending on like if a song gets on a playlist or something clearly sure. i'm gonna get more monthly listeners but like once i get like into like the tens twenties thirty thousands like as i grow like that like i would love to start dropping albums but like it's just not worth my time right now because i can put out singles and they'll probably make a better impact numbers wise to me mm -hmm. oh for so, sure yeah i mean yeah. even your 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 uh your singles have been doing fairly well and new love is your latest one and yeah i think that's got that's approaching at the moment we're recording this like around five thousand streams if i'm not yeah mistaken. i got i got that on um a big or two big playlists by bangers only okay so they're, they're such a cool platform everybody if you are looking for new music they literally are so cool about supporting up-and-coming artists um it's just bangers only like just those two words no special spelling or, or anything and they have, uh, I've been featured, me and Cronin are, for Tell Me Lies got featured on their YouTube page, which has like 800K on YouTube right yeah. now. And um, yeah, them and Promoting Sounds too. I haven't gotten on Promoting Sounds. They're definitely a sick platform too, but they're very similar. They're just like um, really heavy on like promoting underground artists that are like up and coming and like kind of fit their vibe. It's really cool. Yeah, no, I, I think this the sound that you're, you've been going for over the last 
six months to eight months or so, I think is super accessible to nowadays, right? I think that you yeah. have definitely found a pocket in a lot of these songs and, and kind of found a, a, not a niche, but you know, you've really figured out like you have this nice blend of hip hop, R&B, but in pop really too. I think the, the pop aspect yeah. of your music definitely makes it accessible for a lot of people. I think it's a nice uh, entry level into, if you're not even a hip hop fan, I think your music would be a nice entry level into somebody that might maybe want to dive into hip hop that's not usually a hip hop fan. So, Or even, I like make those songs with the new listener in mind. Like for example, Tell Me Lies, um, Somebody Worth It, um, like Life's a Song I dropped in like, february or march or something i forget but like those songs have like kind of like like tell me lies is like dance hall like uh somebody worth it has like chain smokers vibes like those those are types of like songs that like the average person can listen to and be like uh, whether they like my like my lyrics my voice or anything like as long as i'm on pitch and like the beat is somewhat blend together like those styles like you can't really go wrong with and like that's i'm not trying to ride that wave because like clearly like it's really hard to differentiate yourself because there are heavy hitters in that area already but Mm -hmm. i i make those songs uh with like the okay like i just feel like making a really fun song that like i know a lot of people that haven't listened to me will still enjoy you know exactly oh for sure and i I think that that message and really that that sentiment kind of comes off uh, when listening to your music, I mean, and then like, I, I think you, you add a lot of great dynamics to a lot of your songs. Like, for example, like my favorite song of yours is definitely fade away. Like what you've come out with so far, like, you, you know, this, like we know this, song. Yeah. <laughs> it, obviously people that listen to the first mixing episode, like that's the one we used. And, yeah. uh, for me, I, I just love the way you kind of, you, you, you integrated the vocal sample. Um, I thought the, I thought a lot of the, um, the, 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 um, like vocal effects that you put on your, 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 your vocals and your, and your singing, like that really helped a lot too. And I just, I just think that overall that track came, came together for really again a nice accessible mainstream listen that a lot of people could, like I said, listen to and, and enjoy no matter what genre yeah. they're in, you know? So that, that was one of my personal favorites. Um, did you have any, like out of what's come out this year, like what's been kind of a, either a highlight for you or like maybe one of your favorite, favorite songs that's, that's dropped so far this year. So it's hard to say. I mean, like I, I, cause you can think of it two ways. Like for one, like the one that's the most de- near and dear to my heart, it, it's clearly either fade away or dear dad. Cause those mm-hmm. two have like the realest lyrics, but yes, as far as like fun to listen to, like I'd say new love or tell me lies. Um, because like, those are like new love is new love actually has like a really deep message behind it, but like it has that like, like uh trappy beat. Mm. So like it has like more of a mainstream feel to it, but fade away and dear dad, like they really dive deep into like the way I think and stuff like that. And like what I think about like my path and like what I've had to like experience, like within myself, like trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life, like everybody else. And uh, so like those, those are my, those are clearly my favorites um, for those reasons. Actually, life's a song. You know, what's funny is like, I, I think life's a song is, was one of my best songs and it has like one of the lowest amount of listens, which is weird to me because like, I think 
the whole song I talk about me leaving school, but like without actually saying I left school, you know, <laughs> well, like I just talk about the experience. Well, that you know, and that's I, I'm so glad you said that because I, with my students, when we're a lot of my well, we're, we're a lot of us are working with the college essays right now. I have seniors, and one of the things I keep harping on them is, you know, when you're writing these essays, and this is kind of ironic, but because you left college, but then I'm even bringing this up, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like I tell my students, like show don't tell that's really the big yes. thing right like so in a song or, or whether it's a that or it's like if, if you're telling me something in a song like great whatever like that's that's cool you, you you told me about you know what your how your night was but if you're explaining to me like your emotions your feelings like what you you were going through at the time like you're getting introspective like that yeah. showing somebody what that actually looks like or what that feels like that's just so more impactful and powerful than anything so yeah. I love that approach. I'm getting, I'm, that's something I'm working on. Cause like, that's the hardest thing in lyricism is being able to take, okay, this song is about X, like just something, you know? And then mm. like trying to say, how can I convey this to someone without saying, guess what? This song is about leaving school. This song is about like feeling lost. This song, you know, you have to like figure out a way to like, be like, I go through this and I feel this way. Mm -hmm. and they have to put together in their heads oh that means that the song has a message of this you know like they have to like put it i'd rather like everybody would rather put together a puzzle piece instead of just be handed a song theme on a silver platter because like it takes away the point of the song you know if they wanted to listen to a song that they didn't have to think about they would go listen to um like more poppy records so mm -hmm. those types of records like you have to like be aware that like people do want to try to put together your your pieces so absolutely no i completely yeah. agree with that and, I, and that's part of the reason i think why i like fade away so much because it's more focusing on like mental health and yeah you know where you're at and just as like a you know as your day-to-day -day person and 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 just kind of getting through the the trials and tribulations of life really and, and yeah. feeling like you might like fade away at some point like you know exactly some days like i love like you know want to smile but i can't feel my face like stuff like that yeah. like that's just such a like that's that, that's <laughs> i've had getting... people i've had people hit me up and be like dude do you do cocaine when they heard the song i was like dude no well, what the hell well, yeah, <laughs> yeah well that well i think people originally used that with the weekend when he had yeah the yeah Can't Feel my face song yeah. you know what i mean i was like what the hell i was like, well, I, was so, like okay, I know why you're asking can't feel my face like that but like yeah I was like, yeah no, i don't do I, cocaine I personally like didn't take it like that but i <laughs> yes. totally see what you're saying because <laughs> yeah. like that yeah Eight. that's funny Mr. Abel certainly, uh, you know, depicted that on on, on his uh, "Beauty Behind the Madness" single there. So that's, that's <laughs> yeah. you know, people it's people kind of associate that with, with with that now. But no, I I knew what you were going for. I get yeah. it. <laughs> I liked it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, and even like the new love song, man. I think that, um, you know, it it definitely is relatable for a lot of people, right? I mean, especially yeah. if you are, you know, you're coming out of a relationship or you're going into a new one. Like that's a scary yeah. time. Either way, like either either thing, like. Because it's such a it's a, such a life change, and so yeah. you know we've we've all been there, and it's just such a one of those moments where you're kind of questioning like, you know, do I trust myself in this? Do I trust the other person yeah. in this? And it has to go both ways, or else it's not going to work. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. so hard to kind of balance I've heard, that. I've heard like you know what's uh, a coincidence is that literally I I set the the song to drop. And then, like, I think it was that night I went to go hang out with, like, some old friends and um, from high school that like, I hadn't talked. Well, like, I had, like, talked to them, like, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, but, like, right. I hadn't actually sat down and talked to them, like, about their lives and stuff. And, like, um, one of them was a girl and she was saying that she 
had gone through something similar where like she was very blindsided in her relationship where like she thought it was going so well and she was so in love and then all of a sudden it like ended and mm-hmm. like she was like so broken and she was like I, she was saying i know that next time like how hard it's going to be next time i go into a relationship because i'm going to have this traumatic experience in the back of my mind the whole time and like i was telling her like you have to listen to my next song like it literally relates perfectly like that's literally what the song's about like i haven't personally gone through it but like i know my girlfriend has and like it's 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 like i feel like it's a very common thing like for people to it's not it doesn't even have to be about relationships like people people go through shit all the time and like Mm -hmm. no matter how wealthy poor like um discriminated not discriminated like you have to like everybody has this certain battle that they have in their life every individual person Mm -hmm. and like it has to it it ends up affecting you down the road and like that song you you, even though it's geared towards like relationships like you it can be taken in like every different way so yeah and i i really like that you tapped into something that you personally hadn't gone through and still conveyed it in a way that was um, tangible and and accessible and made and really made sense to someone like me who has gone through something like that, right? So it's like yeah. I I just kind of not assumed, but but because you spoke about it so well and conveyed it so well, it's just like oh okay, like he's he's been through this before. Yeah. Um, but that's really great that you were able to actually kind of put that into a song that made, um, you know, yeah, that just 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 was able to I, I think relate relate to a lot of people. I think that's going to be um, really important. Um, actually, do you mind, would you, would you care if we played a clip of it for, for the listeners right now? Yeah, that's totally, totally. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. Here is Hex's brand new single, New Love. Take a listen. These are the scars that trauma leaves Call me crazy, but I don't want you to see What they did to me, now you want all of me Too bad I can't let go of these memories It's so long, we last Heartbroke, time passed Got no hope, there will last Too scared, too fast You stopped, I saw that I lean in, you pull back New love, I never thought I'd fall again I up in my lucid dreams God likes to play all these games with me Insecure about us All this talk about trust Seems a little too much for a new love And that was New Love, so make sure you guys go stream that on all platforms. We're going to link it in the description for you guys. Uh, it's all, like I said, all on all platforms. Uh, make sure you guys go check it out. Support this man. Support all the singles he's been dropping this year. Yes, sir. Uh, you got some really, really great stuff. Like I said, I mean, I'm, I've been a fan of uh, of a lot of your a lot of your singles, and and every time you drop, I'm I'm, I'm always in tune. I'm like, ooh, what do you what do you what do you? It's like a. <laughs> Thank you. I, yeah, I, know. I, I, I love you, people like that. That's the best. That's the best well, support. Yeah. Oh, of course, man. Well, and it's just like I said, it's so it's so great to see you even try like different sounds and, and, and different um, like song structures and, and things like that. Like, yeah. like I said, like we talked about this, like obviously with a song like Dear Dad, I thought you gave me some like real big logic vibes. You've mentioned a song like yeah. having chain smoker vibes. I think the new love song has more like the Kid Leroy. Kid Leroy, Juice yeah, because that's what I've been listening to. I told you last time uh, off off camera. 
I literally have been on such a Leroy kick lately. So like that, that was like, it was like so natural to come out because like, that's what I've been consuming. So yeah. Yeah. That's what you've been influenced by. No doubt. So no, I, I seriously think that, you know, you were able to really kind of portray a lot of great messages in your songs and they're not, even though they're like sonically accessible, they're much deeper than just the average song you would hear on the radio. So that's why I really mess with your music. And I think you have such a bright future. Uh, and and I, I just think it's like a matter of getting the spotlight on you as an artist, man. I really do. And I think, Thank and, you. And, and of course, as an engineer too. Um, Thank you, yeah. And you're not the people, I know a lot of people in this scene and some people that I know speak very highly of you as an engineer. <laughs> In case, really? you, in case you in case you didn't know <laughs> thank you yeah no, and, that's, um, that's lit <laughs> yeah so obviously you've been doing work with us you've been doing you start we just started a brand new little mini series we're going to be doing some mixing tips with you and and taking us through about half hour long segments on you know mixing and things like that not that it's going to be the end all be all right you guys have to you know if, if you're into producing and engineering or, or you know or just music creation in general like definitely a series you want to stay in tune with uh, again, not yeah. I said not the end all be all. You're not going to learn everything. It's just probably impossible for us to give you everything. But you know, he's going to give us yeah. probably, you know, at least a handful, if not half a dozen or so. You know, really great tips that to give you guys a um, sort of a, a, a at least a, a a baseline where you can kind of start to to really implement some of the things that uh, you know Hex is going to be teaching us. I mean, I'm even learning great things. I mean, I'm I'm taking a backseat on this one for sure. Like I am <laughs> not the expert whatsoever. So. Uh, and, and, but you've had a lot of history and, and, and really experience, uh, you know, engineering and things like that. And, and you worked at a studio for a while. So I was just curious, like, did the engineering part kind of coincide with the producing or did that kind of come later? Like, wh- when so, did you kind of just be like, I'm going to start mixing and mastering myself? Like, wh- where, where was that process for you? So I, when I went to, so how I started was I was producing. I didn't even know. I, I would see like on my software it's machine have you i don't know if you've heard of machine for like producing i haven't it's like it's just like any other like it's like logic like any other software from music making but it was like integrated with uh like the beat pad with like all the pads on it so on the little screen on the thing it would be like oh like effects so i'd be looking through all the effects and i'm making beats and stuff and like i would be putting stuff on my beats that i didn't even know what they would do but i'd be like this sounds cool like i don't even know like (laughs) and like they were it was like things like limiters like eqs like compressors like all these like super complex like mixing tools and like i i had no idea what they were so but i knew what i knew like that they existed i just i saw the names so when i then went with maddie to um a studio in framingham um it was for seventh, um, seventh wonder. I don't know if if you've heard of him, but yeah, he, I have. yeah, he's he's the goat. But yeah, amazing. <laughs> he, uh, wow. Okay, I'm. I'm, I'm I literally, continue. I literally like, not he didn't teach me like directly, but like what I would do is I would show up there and I would literally just like pop a chair right near him and then just like go like this and just watch what he was doing because I was so after I went the first time with Maddie, I was fascinated with I had the demo song of like Matt mixing it and then but like Matt wasn't like a huge engineer or anything he 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 just kind of like toyed around to make his vocals sound clean enough like I think right now when the stuff he's putting out now it sounds a lot cleaner than what his engineering front was when I was working with him um but he 
he would give the song to seventh like any studio you bring the stems and they do their thing and like i was like blown away i was like how is it even possible matt matt like literally is like a billboard artist right now like and like shut up matt 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 should be a billboard artist he's fire <laughs> but he what from the demo it was like i was like I, they don't even sound like the same song so then i from then i was like hooked i was like i want to know how to do that for other people because like I just wanted it was just cool to me like just making someone sound 20 times better than they do raw like that's like what engineers are for so I then parked my chair watched 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 I still had no idea what anything was but then I when I started becoming my own artist that's who I went to to mix my stuff so he's me and him had a relationship so throughout the session I'd be like oh why did you EQ that like uh like what type of delay is that like i would ask like little questions to like build up a little bit of knowledge then he would kind of like just while he was doing things he'd be like oh i'm just doing this because this and then like it really helped me gain like not like i did i couldn't go home and be like bet now i know how to mix like it's way deeper than that but like sure he he gave me all the vocabulary pretty much like that was like pretty much what i was missing in order to learn and um and from there when he moved so he moved to houston so then that was perfect timing because that was right around the time when I was starting to learn how to mix. Because like I was like, I knew he was moving. He gave me like a heads up and he was like, I can still mix your stuff remotely, like kind of like what I do now. But I was like, I was like, I love that. And then I thought in my head, like respect to him, like clearly like I would want people to come to me. But like if they're learning how to mix on their own, they're not going to learn from sending stuff to me because I'm just going to do it for them. Like there's no learning process in that. So that's why I did that where I was like, I'm not going to send stuff to him. I'm going to do it myself. And I don't care how bad it turns out because I know that eventually it won't sound bad from practice. So that was like last, I'd say last July. So like pretty much after my, after my album okay last july was around when because that was when he stopped he had moved he moved like august or something beginning of august so right before he moved i was like binging 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 youtube videos like till 2 a.m every night like like this like <laughs> like my eyes are like burnt out and then that's i put out show love and that was the first song i ever mixed and it was it was such a crazy experience because like I had never actually taken a song from zero to hero before like that was like my first time ever doing something like that and then from there I was like bet I don't ever need an engineer ever again. That's so dope. And then yeah. like yeah now you can do it all yourself and like you. I'm I'm way like I listen back to Show Love I'm like oh these vocals are too bright like there's too much compression here <laughs> like yeah. it's so funny like but like back then I was like holy shit I did it like <laughs> it sounds cool like it sounds real. But like, no. yeah, it's it's just a crazy like it was a crazy roller coaster learning so much and I'm still I'm no expert whatsoever like I there is so much stuff I can still learn and like and I will learn and I'm I'm excited to see how I grow not only from last year to now but from now to next year you know and beyond that so, too like yeah, you make exactly. a good point like you know when do you really master something no pun intended never right yeah. like you, when do you master a skill like it's yeah. it takes a lot of time like even for me like you know, video editing, just podcast, like being a podcast host, all that stuff. Like, I don't feel as though I have hit, you know, my potential ceiling, like, or, or I don't know if I'll ever, ever feel like that because I, I, I think there's just this thing like having between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. It's so important. Like, you know, yeah. not being satisfied where you're at, knowing that you can always improve, you can always get better. 
is really a great testament for anybody trying to do any skill or learn any new thing, right? So yeah, it's really important to realize like, yeah, I mean, like personally, I can't really t- tell the differences because yeah, I think it's, I think it's not a consumer thing. It's like at yeah. that point, it's like if you're like, like for me, it's like my mix is five years from now. Like nobody's going to listen back to my old music as a consumer. For example, someone like you who like has a music understanding, but doesn't really have much of an engineer background. Right. You, you're going to listen to the two songs and be like, they both sound fine to me. <laughs> like, exactly. So exactly. like that's and that's why I'm cool. Like I'm cool. I was cool with where I was last August. A year, a year ago, mm-hmm. even though I knew it was my first song I ever mixed and it was probably a garbage mix. Like I just knew that when I hit play on the speakers, it didn't sound like absolute trash. You know, right. I hear some kids and like they literally just hit record, say, say their lines and then just slap on, like just crank up the reverb and they're like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, and then it's absolutely. like, then there's their song actually sounds like shit. They could be the most talented person in the world, but it, the song is bad. Not because the songwriting or the production or their singing is bad. It's strictly because everybody else has their songs engineered but you don't you know and like you're it's like it's like you're going on a soccer field and wearing basketball shoes it's like i don't care how good you are like you are you're not you're you're missing the tools to actually like you could be way way bigger than everybody else if you just have those like that equipment that that like knowledge like you know or like or outsource it like like i always say like my my marketing like for my Uh, mixing stuff is like my whole saying is like maximize your potential so like every artist like they have so much potential right like clearly like I can't sing like Christina Aguilera but like I can sing as good as I can sing but if my engineering is garbage my singing is going to sound way worse (laughs) than if if it was engineered so like I like the main thing about mixing and stuff is like the only reason to have a knowledge in it is just, just maximize how you sound. So, yeah. No, I love that's my that little and, engineering and I, spiel. <laughs> say again. That's my little engineering spiel. I always give it. To, <laughs> I always say that to like, I'll people will be like, my girlfriend will go through like her Spotify and shit, and then like randomly one song will come up, like because Spotify is cool about like showing other artists and stuff, mm-hmm. but like the mix is bad for like a lot some underground artists. Like the mixes are really bad. Yeah, definitely. And then she'll be like, oh my god, this sounds so bad. Like. Like I can hear like, oh, this guy's good, but he, it just sounds bad. But like to her, it's like, this is bad. That's all exactly. they care. Like consumers care about. They look at the big picture and they're like, is this good or is this bad? And then most most of the time, those types of songs end up being bad. So, yeah, like I from a, I'm, I'm starting to understand that, too. Like even with some of the artists that I work closely with that send me, you know, unreleased stuff. I'm now listening for stuff like that. Like I'm like, OK, yeah. you know, you you know, I, I don't know, again, like I can't give tips on what to do or how to fix that, but I, I can starting to hear like, okay, I can hear what a good mix sounds like, what a bad, what, or and what maybe a, a not so good mix potentially sounds like. I'm starting to kind of yeah. think of it in that, in that way. Um, I, I don't know if I could tell you like a good from a great mix, but I could certainly tell you what exactly. a good and a bad that's, mix And is. that's the thing. Like that's, if you can't tell a good, if, if I put two mixes side by side and the mix is good and the mix is great, like to me as an engineer, I would tell that person, bro, don't come to me. Like, right. <laughs> you know, like there's no point in paying me to make the song that much better when like, I guess if you really want to completely maximize your potential, but like when I, I would like, I've had people, I've had people hit me up and be like, yo, like I, I, I respect the business 
but I also want to learn on my own. Like, can you give me tips? Like, I'm sorry if this is crossing any boundaries, like, cause like I'm charging them to come to me for a mix. I'm like, bro, I fucking, I go on YouTube and give away my whole like process. Like, cause I, I also have YouTube videos on it. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, I'd rather, I'd rather see if I was like starting out, like I was a year ago. And like, I had someone like me, like pretty much like give me free tips all the time on how to get started and show me exactly what to do. Like it's a cheat code. So like, I'm not, I'm not, that's the thing with Boston music too, is that a lot of people are like very cutthroat and like, they don't, they don't want to help the neighbor next door that makes music because they think I want to be the guy that comes from Boston. Mm. Like I want to be the next joiner. And it's like, what, like in LA there's, they, people realize there's plenty of room for everybody because everybody's from LA. So nobody's, nobody's worried about the competition because it's like you, Every, every second there's a new artist from that area. But like for us, it sucks because there's no new artists. So like I have the opposite mindset where like I, I realize that. And then I'm like me helping, me giving this guy free tips and like kind of maybe losing a quick a quick mix purchase is like not a big deal because like I know that like they'll probably just be better off me telling them the tip than having them come to me every time, you know? Right, right. Yeah, Some people can't like- afford it. Like exactly. some people just can't afford to pay people to do stuff and they want to like, like work hard and learn it themselves. So like, that's why I'm totally cool with helping people out like that. No. And I'm, and that's why like, I'm so glad that you're doing the little mini series with us too, yeah. because that's, it's just, it's, it's in the same breath and like, you know, we're the same thing, dude. Like I agree. I, I, you make such a good point where you have to think of it that way. Like if, if we all, if the music quality in Boston increases, everyone's going to get you know, everyone's going to eat from that. Everyone's going to yeah. benefit if we all sound better. Yeah. Like you know if you I mean? think that you're going to be the guy that that's the king of Boston, like you're weird. Like you, <laughs> it's like a weird, it's like a weird narcissistic mentality that you can have because like it, music is all about money. Like you can't, unless you, you, the industry you pop yes. off. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't pop off and be the guy of Boston without signing a record deal. Like you can't be, like like even like people like Kyle Bent and like these like other dudes that work with these big they are big artists like you need to at, at to a point in order to go mainstream but still be in Boston like Stiz and, and people like that like you, it's 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 about how much marketing is behind you and stuff mm-hmm. like that because clearly all all of us underground artists know like oh, there's a lot of people among us that are really really talented yeah and like I know so many people that could just easily put out like Cronin, for example, like, Mm -hmm. like he makes, he just, he's just a natural at making catchy songs. Like he could be the next Boston guy any second now, but what do I think he's going to be tomorrow? No, because you, you have to, it's, it's not just as easy as putting out a song and everybody listening to it. Like it takes, it does take some industry push and like, that's what sucks. But like, that's why I'm not trying to knock down other people and like be like i want it to be me because like i'm not trying to go down that that aisle you know of like right. i want to get a record deal so that i can be the guy and then you your whole life ends up flipping upside down you know i'd rather just like chill with the music homies and like yeah. just like make good music like yeah there's i i've now seeing a little bit more where the boston music scene is starting to become more for the culture not yeah. not it hasn't come all the way around but i definitely at least the people that i work with and the artists i work with i yeah. i feel like i'm starting to see that there's a mentality here where it's like and they're almost like enough is enough like let's just let's just work together and yeah. instead of everyone trying to fight each other to get 
to that top spot. I mean, yeah. hey, and if that, that's your mentality, like, you know, you do you, like, I'm not sitting here bashing anybody for their, you know, the, the, the way they move or the way that they're trying to, you know, get to their, yeah, their exactly. spot, but it's, it's or, or yeah, or, or, or def, I guess define their level of whatever success they think is, yeah. but at the same time, it's like, yeah, we, we all are kind of a part of this community and there, like you said, there's so much talent here. And if, you know, yeah. that, that's kind of like why you know, we do what, like what we do, because, you know, I've said this a bunch of times on this, on this podcast, but, or on different episodes, but I really believe in the scene here. And it was, yeah. and it took me basically until June of 2019 to really start embedding myself within it and and not not only betting myself but really like opening up to the scene here and listening to to what we have uh you yeah. know in boston really i even like saying I, I hate saying even boston now i almost i like massachusetts or even new england right because there's yeah. so much you know there's yeah, so much I'm not, here I'm not even close i'm like an hour away from boston so. right exactly <laughs> right and same with me like i'm i'm yeah. 35 minutes outside boston it's not like i am a boston podcast i mean yeah like when you think Massachusetts, you think Boston, like if, you yeah. know, but I'm in a, I'm in a suburb of Boston. Not that I haven't lived, you know, on the outskirts of Boston and, and things like that in the past. And, you know, I, I love Boston for what it is. And, but, you know, a lot of artists that, you know, Boston artists, they're not really from Boston. You know what I'm saying? They're from yeah. maybe like a suburb of Boston or, or, or maybe, you know, a different part of Boston. But, you know, the, the, like I said, the scene here, it's ever growing. There's, there's so much talent and I feel like people need to understand that like exactly what you're saying if if we can all lift each other up help each other out it's it's just going to make it more of a collaborative place and and the problem is is like if we're all fighting and we're all pushing you know garbage like we have been for you know at least at least you know in, in my history and what i've what i've kind of learned about the the scene it's like you know that's really what it's what it's been we're kind of pushing the crap to the to the to the top and like we're not really all helping each other out and, yeah. and and the people that are you know like in the in the middle and the, and the below that you know don't have the um the industry push or the you know the the promotional marketing uh you know luxuries that a lot of art artists have but you know there have been a lot of artists from this area that have done well and really done well for themselves like a guy yeah. like millie's and he or uh, you mentioned cousin stiz just yeah. juice is another guy but a lot of these guys yeah. had to leave and go somewhere else to get, this is to, in la to pull, to pull some of that new york yeah. So yeah yeah to pull to pull some of that traction like it's it's tough to just get that natural traction here right right and yeah. and again it's don't knock on those guys like i mean they yeah. they're great artists i'm leaving <laughs> like, yeah exactly I'm in, yeah i'm moving so yeah like, exactly yeah 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 you're going yeah. to austin so it's just yeah. like and suit which we haven't even talked about but like yeah. it's it, but i think though if you're from here you know, you'll, you'll always still kind of, it's, it's, it's one of those cities and states. I've never, like if, if you're like, from here, you've never here. been a, yeah, I'm, I've never been a big, like, because I'm not in an area where a lot of people make music. Like most people I collab with like Cronin, Wex, like all them, they are like more North ish shore. They're like they're, they're, Salem, they're, right? Yeah. Cronin's like, a Salem like guy. Northwest and North. Um, so it's like way out there. Cause I'm South shore. Right. So like, it's like, it's like the opposite sides of Boston for me. So it's exactly. like, there's no way that I can just be like, like, cool. I'm just going to take a drive up there. Like, why would I do that when we like, we literally like raid a group chat, like us in questions too. Um, he's another dope artist from yep. Clinton. Um, he's on that way up he, song, correct? 
Yep. With he's you guys. the yep. third. Yep. He's the third verse. So yeah, like all of us, like we just collab and like make a ton of songs, like which actually we have we have like two songs I think that we haven't put out yet that are like fire, Dope. but all, with like all all four of us on it. Oh, so sick. yeah, it's it's cool. But um, yeah, like we just do shit like that from our bedrooms, like because we all have like somewhat of an engineering background. Except Wex is starting to learn a little bit. He's he's on the beginner side for sure. But um, me questions and Cronin, we all mix our own music. So Great. it's like we literally just like bounce back and forth, like like yeah. all these song ideas. We ask each other our opinions, and it's just like it's more like fun. Like we don't really think about it like. I hope my song has more streams than Cronin's or yeah. Wex's. Or, you know, like we're like, we're not weird like that. Like we just, nah. are like just cool friends. Like it's how we want it to be. Yeah. It should be a collaborative space. And, and, yeah. you know, again, like I think that, you know, I don't know what it's going to take for the Boston or really the Massachusetts, New England scene, whatever you want to call it. You know, I don't know what it's going to take to get us nationally recognized or what that is. But I mean, like I, I mean, all the artists I've had on this show, like I'm just one so impressed into just like not only that, but I'm, I've really truly become fans. Like I almost find myself listening to more Massachusetts based artists now than I almost do with the mainstream stuff or not the mainstream yeah, stuff, same. but like the quote unquote I, I popular like, music. You know? I have like all my boys music, like in my, <laughs> yeah, in my, I listen uh, to playlist, Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. Oh my God. It's like you red shades, Zafir, um Cameron Iandolo like there's so there's just so many Washi uh, Trevi like I, I the, the list could go on and on and on Hero the MC Yo you know um, who's fire that I actually knows that you're like close with I didn't even real I so this is a funny story Heath 240 Oh dude I so, dude that's my guy that's my so fucking guy I had a session with him Oh no at way the, at the studio so at at the studio I worked at I had a session with him I didn't actually mix the um it's Nina, right? That's that's what he named. I that's what the session was called. That's what I remember. Yep. Yeah. So he just put that out. Yep. So fire I remember. Song. Yeah, it's fire. So I remember he came in. He is one of the nicest dudes I've ever met in my life. I literally he came in. He's like, "Hey, man!" Like, <laughs> just like shook my hand. And it was so actually. No, I don't think he shook my. I think it was it was during Corona. But uh, he was like he was super like greeting and like he was dope. But what was funny was he was sitting there after he recorded like um or like he sent over like trumpet stems for another song or something. Mm-hmm. And I was doing my thing. And then all of a sudden I could hear in the booth because like he wasn't allowed in the control room for our studio policy for Corona. He was in the booth just on his phone, like playing videos and stuff. And then he scrolled by and then all of a sudden Fade Away started playing. And then I was like, what the hell? Why? I was like, I clicked the talk back button. I was like, yo, what, what are you watching right now? And then he must've thought I was like some nosy weirdo. <laughs> and then I, he was like, oh, oh, I'm just on Instagram. And I was like, no, I know. But like, who, whose post was that that you just listened to? And then he was like, oh, it's it's my boy's uh, turntable teachers. And I was like, I was like, that's so funny because that's my song. And then he was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, no, that's like what you're listening. That is my song. He's like, really? And I was like, yeah, like I, I, I was on their playlist. And he was like, oh, that's funny. Like, I didn't even realize. So that's a so quick that, story. But that's <laughs> No, no, I'm glad you said it because uh, I want to say it was like, a, like about a week and a half ago now. Like I said, he and I are close. We talk all the time. He sends me unreleased stuff all the time. Like that's the beauty. That's actually been the beautiful thing about this whole. Like, I, I get so much like unreleased. I'm like a, I'm like a, a candy, yeah. candy store, right? Except Literally. my email is the candy store, right? Everyone's yeah. sending me like unreleased stuff, and I'm just like, yes, let's go. Like it's it's so yeah. dope. But so we we have a good relationship, like he, you know, and, and and things like that. So I um I, I'm really big avid hiker. I'm, I love hiking. 
I and saw that. I saw I saw you post about it. Like you Yeah, yeah, dude. So he's oh so this is actually a funny story. I, we actually now that I'm thinking about it, you came up in conversation because really? yeah. we were we uh we did the hike. I brought him on one and, and we had a lot of fun. It was great. And then we're driving we're driving home from New Hampshire and just you know, we're just playing music. Like on the ride up we didn't really like listen to music, we were just shooting the shit. And then on the way home, like we were kind of gassed, obviously, so we're listening to the music. And he's showing me a few things. I'm like playing some stuff and I, and I played new love and he was like, and he stopped and he goes, is this guy like, is, what, what's the studio you work at again? What was it? What was it? Again? The mix loft. What is it? The mix loft. Mix loft. Okay. He goes, yeah, that's exactly what he asked. He goes, does, does, he, does he work at mix loft or something like that? He thought your name was something else, but he was like, no, I definitely know this dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I had a, either had a session, not a session with him, but I met him or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So when I was playing new love, he's like, yeah, this dude's, this dude's music's awesome. Like I fuck with it heavy. So and cool. I was just like, so yeah, funny. He's, he's like, he's like, take I, that, I've I like, take that to heart. He's, he's, he's dope. So <laughs> I love that. I, I can't believe I didn't even just include him in that, in that list. I, Heath, I apologize. I'm so sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> in that initial list, he should have been towards the top. Even like my producer Sam, he like he loves Heath Do Forty. Like yeah, he's so, he loves yeah. he loves a lot of the artists that that we you know we we work with and and that we we promo for. But like Heath's one of his probably favorites for sure. So he's so he, cool. oh, he's, a, he's such a good artist, such a great guy. Big shout definitely, out to him. Definitely a nice um, guy. Like that's that's what I got out of meeting him. Is like use a lot a lot of the no offense to some of the clients that go there, <laughs> but some some of the people like it's when you're working with people like in any job it's like you clearly like bump heads like mm -hmm. with people. It's I I haven't necessarily bumped heads with someone like an argument, but like there's just, there's I've just been rude to like it, like because I'm technically like they're paying me to do stuff for them. Right. So right. Like, it's just the relationship and like so like it was really refreshing having a client come in and be like so excited to work with me and like happy when he had no idea who I was, you know, right. that's just <laughs> so his personality just, so though, cool. man, you know, like yeah. he's just, he's just that kind of dude, you know, so sure. nah, yeah. he's, he's the best. And anybody that I forgot, obviously, like, you, you know, it's just, it's just in the moment I, I'm not remembering, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, you no, know, there's yeah. anybody I've had on this show, obviously, especially if you're from, you're from Massachusetts. I know we've, we've gone a little bit outside the Massachusetts realm for, uh, lately, but yeah. I, I, um, no, like I said, there's just, there's, and that, that is actually a beautiful thing where like, I'm probably forgetting a ton of artists, right? And like, <laughs> I, that I'm not thinking of at the moment. That's a testament to what we have here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's, there's so much here, man. And it's, so it's a beautiful artists. thing. And I think that we have, you know, the, the talent is here and, 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 and the people that I've met here, like all the people I mentioned too, like they're just such good human beings too. Like I had, I had such amazing conversations with these people. Jay Faith's another guy too. I'm, I I forgot I forgot him too. Like, and even people, these are people I'm working with now. Another yeah. one that knows you too that has come across. He was just on the show. He just released Phoenix. as of t uh, today, I believe. No, yesterday. Uh, Phoenix Rios. Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix yeah. is nice. He's yep. he's. I I listen. I I was I saw that he was releasing, and I was like, bet like it's an album. And like me being me now not 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 before because old me would have been like all right i like this song this song and i'll just skip the rest <laughs> like i told i dm'd him specifically i knew i didn't have time to listen right then and there but i wanted him to know because i know what it's like like when you put out an album like you're scared shitless that nobody's gonna listen to all the songs mm -hmm. and like so i made sure he knew like i will listen all the way through like i'm not gonna listen right now because i'm busy right now but like i want you to know that i'm gonna listen all the way through and i did and like i loved it and he's he has such awesome bars and like mm -hmm. he's 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 actually i met him in person because uh he went he to, told me um he went he to a me. studio in amherst um yep. i think it's called north fire yeah I, I interned there for a little bit i forgot the name because i was there for such a short amount of time i was like a month or something but yeah it's it's north fire and 
he uh he went there with his boy um nick it uh his the beat name is atlantic beats so basically he engineered um his old his other project and i would sit in because i was a new i was a new intern so like i just would nick would run sessions and i would go and phoenix was there so i met him and he was just such a like cool like just like super outgoing guy and uh and he had a cool rap style and i just loved i just loved what he had to say like lyrics wise so it was cool listening through i i just was on the phone with him last night for like an hour and a half we're talking he's actually uh spoiler actually for for the listeners if you've made it this far in this episode uh phoenix rios is actually going to be uh, working with us now as a uh, as a podcaster as a, as a B mic. So cool, super, let's go. So I'm really pumped. Yeah, he <laughs> he did such a good episode. I felt like it just it just and he's just such an intelligent, intellectual guy. Yeah, he but, knows he knows his shit about like I don't know my shit about hip hop. Like I won't I will never act like I do. Like right. I know I know I've listened to a lot of artists like mm-hmm. um and like I know I know the basics, <laughs> but like when right. it comes to like super deep like. Um, discography knowledge and stuff like that like I don't know if he necessarily knows discography stuff but like just as an example I'm not that good at that type of stuff remembering everybody's discography and stuff like yeah. that but that's that, he, that's that's my bread and butter but yeah, yeah but. exactly he <laughs> I know I know just by listening to him and like the way he talks about uh, music and stuff like that I know that he's a big fan of hip-hop right and like he has a very strong passion for hip-hop yeah so it's yeah. cool well he yeah but it's just funny so we were talking he told me the exact same story basically about really? about meeting you so was, that's dope <laughs> that's awesome yeah literally he was because I, I i go because i mentioned that you were uh, i was actually interviewing you t- today obviously and he was like hex no way he's like i love that dude he's like blah, yeah. blah. he's like i met him at exactly what you said the uh, north fire the the uh, studio in amherst so yeah dude yeah the world the world is funny it, it's a it's a small one it's like right? that's it, what it's, we need like just like people be it. like oh i fuck with that dude like Instead of being like, oh yeah, his music's all right. Like, no, like, he dude, genuinely like, was like <laughs> excited. He was like, no way. I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, he's been doing awesome. some work for us and blah blah blah. Like I was telling him, he's like, oh, this is this is just great. I was just like, yeah, yeah. I know, it's it's fucking great. Like I was yeah. like, I love all you guys, you know. <laughs> but anyway, no. So, uh, in terms of like I said, your your engineering, obviously you have your mixed by Hex, um, uh, new business or slash, uh, Instagram page or service. I I'll, I'll call it whatever you want to call it. So. We're going to link that in the description as well. So if you're an artist listening to this and, uh, you know, you're not somebody that uh, wants to learn how to do it yourself, you you have the wherewithal to uh, and, and, and the means to to pay somebody to do it. I, this is the man to do it. So make sure you guys go uh, check out his page, inquire about his services for mixing, mastering, engineering, all that good stuff. And yeah, if you're someone that wants to learn how to do it yourself, uh, go to listen to his YouTube uh, pay, uh, videos and, and learn there or yeah. start following our uh, mixing tips with hex mini series with through our right mind uh, segment of our podcast. So that you know, so either way, uh, you know, no excuse. Plenty of plenty of opportunity here to Definitely, get to yeah. get this man. <laughs> Anything either. involving engineering, like I probably have some sort of values for you. So I love it. I love yeah, it. Hopefully, hopefully no, so I can help people out with that. Absolutely, yeah. So make sure you guys hit this guy up for for all your your services. And uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm really glad we were able to you know talk about the the Massachusetts music scene and and, and some amazing artists. One more artist that I uh, that knows Phoenix, actually UMass guy too, Taha, Taha the Phoenix. He's another artist. Taha. Oh, okay. So I haven't actually met or listened to his stuff, but I oh. do know of him because. Mm-hmm. I, it, it like came up in conversation when I met my, when I met Rios mm-hmm. was that at the studio they were saying they were kept saying Phoenix and I was like 
I was like confused because like it was like as if they were talking about him in the third person or something, like as if he wasn't right there, <laughs> like when we were having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I was like, what do you mean? Like I was like confused. Like I asked, like is is his name Phoenix? His name is Phoenix Rios, right? Like I was like confused. And he was like, oh yeah, it's another guy. And I was like, oh okay. So that's how I I know that's how I know of him too. He's got a project coming out at the end of the month. I haven't listened to it yet. He's sending it to me soon, hopefully. So I'm going to get my hands on it soon. But his last project that just came out, Breath of the Phoenix, dude, like it's a little bit more experimental hip hop, but dude, there is some stuff on there that is just like, it's like next level, like creative, like experimental. Yeah, like shit. you just, yeah. you got to just go listen to it. I can't even explain it. It's, it's yeah. like so more what like is alternative ta- hip hop. Taha the Phoenix. Taha. T-A-H. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. Taha. And then Breath of the Phoenix is the album. Breath of the Phoenix. Cool. Yeah. Really good. Lately is the track. That's my favorite song, but there's that's a lot yours. of great, great songs on <laughs> that sure, thing. Yeah, so he's, that he's a fantastic artist. Another just great dude. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I forgot him. See, I'm telling you, there's so much you out there. I'm forgetting no, these dudes. That, that's like, well, that means you know your shit too, is that you got a lot of artists that you're like fans yeah. of. Oh, even the Van Buren, the Van Buren camp, all those guys. I mean, you could name, you can, yeah. I, I could go through and name all those guys, but like even them, like there's just, there's, like I said, there's just so much here and, and, and so much to love and, there's a big shout out to the Boston music scene and Massachusetts, Massachusetts music scene. And, you know, obviously yes. like, you know, we just, I, just, I want all of you to succeed. I want you all just to, 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 you know, get to where you want to be and, and any Me way too, that we bro. can help. I, even huh? if I don't fucking make, even if I don't even come close to making it, like if someone makes it, like I, the coolest shit is like looking back on like famous people and like seeing their come up and stuff like that shit. And mm-hmm. like ignites me because it's like, I've never heard a story that doesn't, that doesn't isn't unique like everybody is like i've heard i know i you see people that come up from rich families from middle class from poor families exactly. like different household like struggles different household privileges yeah. like everybody there's there's someone who's made it from every category um i have oh i had a song and i said nobody comes nobody comes from something no matter no matter what everybody has their own journey like nobody nobody yeah. is nobody comes from something everybody has to do their yeah. own like journey you know and like mm-hmm. so yeah like i love i when i see other people win like it's just it's just it's like it's like watching one of those like before they were famous youtube videos like in real life yeah, like definitely. it's cool like, yeah yeah no i agree man and 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 like you said too i think you said this a little earlier but um you know really similar where it's like everyone too is like fighting a personal battle you don't really know about right whether regardless of what that is and and about them so you know like you said everyone's got their own journey everyone's got their own path everyone's got their own really just vision for what they see as success and then yeah everyone's just kind of like again fighting their own you know demons or personal battle whatever that is and it's just it's just important to recognize that and and yeah if we just work together man collaborate i think that's going to be the biggest thing I'm, i'm i'm really I'm happy. I think I got into the scene at the right time because I'm kind of just from an outside perspective, kind of witnessing a lot of the collaboration that's happening. And I'm, and I'm just happy to, to, yeah. to see it and to be a part of it and to be able to, you know, be a platform for people to come on here and talk about it and talk about their stories. Right. So like, I mean, that's been the beautiful thing about this, this show yeah. is having people on talking about real shit, like real stories they've been through and, and yeah. getting deep with it. And it's just so, so, you know, like I said, it's just it's been, been a really beautiful thing. And just like this episode has been, man. So it's been it's been a lot of fun, man. And yeah. uh, I wanted to I wanted to talk to you real quick too about um, you know I I think you're we 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 had this conversation off air, but you know seeing 
music as entrepreneurship really like i know a lot of people like you know you see it as a creative outlet potentially but there's really a lot of entrepreneurship in that and within music and i think you're kind of you're somebody that's seeing that as well so um you know what are you kind of doing every day your everyday life to to you know kind of grow as an entrepreneur in the music industry um yeah. I, and again i know that's something that you and i have kind of discussed off air but would love to hear you kind of you know talk about it as well on, on air. yeah i've i've read more that is the biggest thing is i haven't i haven't read a lot because i've i have very short term uh, a very short attention span but as, that as is the, the world does right now but yeah. dude, that's this this is this consumerism world we live in right yeah. i mean that's just that's the reality so and like i've been i've been taking that consumerism mentality and in putting it towards consuming more knowledge which sounds like the cheesiest thing the corniest thing ever but like it's facts like if you if you want to make any money like like i said before the only way to make money as an artist is to be funded like you can't like streaming you get like literally like a piece of candy corn for per stream you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like nothing so it's like you have to like kind of be creative with how you want to get get your money and like unless you want to work full time and and do it like there's no real way to make a living unless you make it so like the thing with entrepreneurship and music is like for example me like i started learning a skill like production and engineering outside of being an artist with knowing that that no matter what happens with me as an artist that's un, that's like in my brain now so like i can always use that as leverage to make money and like so that's what goes back to books for example um like reading more and like consuming more knowledge because like this is the shit that like you can't it won't break like you have to you have to realize that like eventually like you need to know how to make your own money and then i've been doing that and um also joining groups so like not groups it's more like one group that i that i've joined but um i've said i think i think i sent you i don't know if i sent you the link or like yeah, i you told did. you to yeah to yeah. hit the link in the guy's bio or something but basically it's this it's this um this business called thrive on life and shout out CJ Finley and Hamza Abdullah, the goats. Um, they're two people from Austin, pretty much their goal. Like what everybody has their own thing that like puts a smile on their face. And like a lot of business owners, it's like creating something special. And for them, it's like more than that. It's, it's creating something for entre young entrepreneurs in the creative industry which is like very like it's like a stigma like you can't oh you can't make money in music you can't make money painting you can't make money as a photographer like you can't make real money with that mm -hmm. shit you're either here or you're here when it comes to those things there's no middle ground and like they are the people that bridge those people that aren't making anything to people that are making tons of money like they are that bridge so basically what they do is like they they it's like it's like a, not an accountability group, but it's like they pretty much like give free value. Like they it's a it's like a Facebook group, but like on a different app. And like they'll they teach you things like about business. For example, like I, I mix. So like the, uh, all the tips I take from them are service based stuff. And like they pretty much teach you how to become an entrepreneur and make your own money without a boss. 
and like that's the biggest thing when you when you're so in love with this shit it's like everybody's goal is to do it without their other job and the only way you can do that is by learning from people that have that knowledge and have that higher ground uh when it comes to like knowing how to make money that way so that's been my thing is like joining groups like that where like you see so many other people in the group that are going through the same thing as you and they can tell you you their experiences about that certain problem you're having or shit like that it's like very helpful and so definitely like consuming knowledge mostly now through books because like that's where the tangible shit is <laughs> and uh and having feeling accountable from peers and other people who know more than you well, I'm so glad you said reading because I'm an English teacher, as you know, right? So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> reading, read like like that is almost a lost thing, even for me. Like, as an English teacher, as somebody that you know majored in English and has somebody that you know has kind of a literature background, um, I don't even I personally don't feel like I do enough reading myself. I think it's because I'm yeah. I'm kind of doing a lot of different things, but it's something that I even you know have to kind of check myself on every once in a while. Like, am I reading enough? Am I reading enough? You know, but I do lead like a lot of article reading and I do a lot of, you know, just kind of just reading things online and, and, and you know, through whether it's podcasting or about music or, yeah. you know, whatever it is that I'm kind of interested in. But no, I agree. I think you, you said so many great things, even if it's not the thrive on life, got uh, thrive on life guys, which I personally, uh, I haven't, I haven't uh, looked into too much. You sent it to me. I, I really want to look into it because I think it's, it's going to yeah. be, you know, important for, for me and just, it's just our, our brand to, to join some kind of group like that. But yeah, I agree. Like no matter what, you know, you love and what you're passionate about, like, you know, figure out knowledge, figure out new ways to, and, and, uh, to, to learn information and, and collaborate with different people and learn from people. It's, it's so important. Like, one of my tattoos that I've, I've said this before and I, I it's it's like this it's like a uh, two hands overlapping it's like a it's like a symbol of two hands overlapping and what it's basically supposed to symbolize is that everyone you come in contact with uh, they learn from you just as much as you learn from them like learning is a constant uh, flow of of knowledge and it's a it's, it's an energy that consistently uh, just continues and I think it's so important for people to realize that you can never yeah. stop learning there's never enough to not you know, learn about. And yeah, if you're serious about being an entrepreneur or, you know, learning, like I said, like how to be your own boss, like these are, these are things you have to know. You have to just kind of immerse yourself within it. So no, yeah. I love, I love a lot of the things you said. I think it's, it's, it's really important to, you know, find those outlets and find those resources that are going to get you where you want to be. So absolutely. Yeah, for yep. sure. Hex, you've been phenomenal on this episode. Thank you so much for everything. This has been so great. Thank You're not you. quite off the hook yet, though. All right. All right. <laughs> As obviously the last question is coming. Fans of the show, you already know it's coming. All right. Yes. We sir. got the dream song scenario. <laughs> yeah. It's here. The favorite, the fan favorite, the favorite of really this is my favorite question. I, I love this one. I love hearing like what people would or artists would do if if they could do any song they wanted. So I'll structure it for you. Hex, you get a song and you can make it with anybody you want, dead or alive, doesn't matter. I'll structure it for you. You get a producer, someone to you know produce the song. Uh, you know, you can get a couple different producers too. Maybe you want to produce it since you're kind of a producer. You want to collaborate with a different producer or engineer if there's someone out there that you would want to collaborate with if you so chose to to produce the song. And then you get a hook. All right, so, so you get somebody to do the hook. And you get two guest verses and then you get a verse. So whatever, however you want to structure that, totally up to you. But again, traditional song, three verses, a hook, producer, 
And uh, anybody you want, dead or alive, who is on that dream song? I'll give you as much time as you need to think about it. All right. Go. So I'll start with artists because that's probably the easiest because producers are going to be tough. There's a lot of good ones out there. But I know my my uh, core f- fandoms. Um, so as an artist, you said three verses and a hook. So you so, yeah, so you get a verse and yep. then there's two guest ver- two guest guest pe- verses uh, guests to the verse the and then yeah, so you get three 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 in total. Three All right, so huh, I would say for a verse, I would want Drake for a verse for another verse. Oh, I can't decide because like I Kid Leroy, I would want because mm-hmm. if I'm gonna be in the song. Like I feel like the like those two two guys like yep. they're completely different styles. Like Drake is way more like has like R is more R and B influenced hip hop, but Kid Leroy is more alternative influenced hip hop and yeah. uh, like melodic hip hop. But like for both of them, it's like they both have like just such sick styles that would I think would go really well together. I think so too. Uh, yeah, and uh, so that would make a unique song. So them two, and I would say them two on the verses yeah with me and then on the hook juice world makes some fucking catchy hooks Ooh, so i'd say like i'd that. say juice on and plus juice and Leroy, they have that relationship so yeah and i always wondered <laughs> what juice and drake would sound like on a song so that yeah would be like that I, that's so crazy to me like unless i because like i said i'm not a big i don't have a I don't big hip-hop have. knowledge but i don't think yeah i don't think no. they have a collab um so for art for I'm sorry producers I would want Nick Mira for sure he's nasty at like the Leroy Juice World style like mm-hmm. him and Juice World he was the one that produced for Juice World's like pop off songs so it would have to be him and I would also say It's tough. So I don't so even know options. his full name, but whoever produced the, the last Leroy album, it's like Khalid. I forget his last name. He is nasty. Like all of his, sh- everything he did on that album was like, even like you, you like feel like watch the behind the scenes videos. Like he snapped on like the keys and shit, like for same thing on Leroy's album. And like, he was just like crazy. So I would, I think that him, him bringing like he has more of a raw sound than Nick Mirror. Nick Mirror is more like electronic sounding, um, but he definitely has a super raw style. So I would say him and Boy Wanda is Ooh. Drake's main guy. So I think he would snap on that too. So yeah. Ooh, okay. All right. Like I like three. that. Um, I'm trying to figure out who the actual um, producer was that just did. So is it the Fuck Love album that just came yeah. out? Yeah. It's Khalid something. I don't even know. It's. Ro- I think he's from Australia too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Khaled Ro- Ro- Rohaim? Rohim? Yep, yep, yep. Rohim, something oh, like that. Dude. If we're pronouncing that wrong, I apologize. I don't know if he'll ever listen yeah, to yeah. this. Probably not. But like, <laughs> maybe someday, <laughs> no, right? No, like so, he, crazy. Like like um, running, like him and Han, uh, which is like Leroy's DJ, mm-hmm. like they produce that. And like, uh, it's not my favorite song on the album, but like as far as production, like like all like the drum fills and shit yeah and, like, they made it feel so big 
which is like i guess like making shit feel big is like more on the engineering side but like just the sound selection that song was like off the charts so like definitely yeah i let him him he would make uh some bangers for us and then as far as engineering i would want one engineer to touch my song and that would be mixed by ali which is um kendrick's main engineer and same thing with roddy rich and um corday it's like all those guys go to him like he is like the dude in hip hop um and alex tumay if there was co-engineering i'd say him too he's he's young thugs engineer so yeah those two engineers those three producers and those four artists including me i love it man hex featuring drake kid Leroy, and juice world produced by boy wanda nick mira khalid rohim and um engineered by uh mixed by ali is that correct yep perfect that that would be the dream song for hex i, yes, I like sir. it a lot man and yeah no i i'm with you i'm a fan of kid Leroy too i, I think uh i think I, I picked him as like uh when we did like a um you know our freshman like uh, i i I reviewed yeah. the double XL freshman cover for this year and like picked my own freshman. And he was one that I, I'm surprised he got left off. I, I thought he would be somebody that would definitely um, make it I think just he, because of what I think he's, he's going to think he's going to next year. Cause like, yeah, I feel like he just, he just started dropping like other than his song when he was like before he even hit puberty, like he has a song called blessings, right. but like, let her go was december i think it was okay. last december that makes sense so it's like had yeah it, like, he like before he, he only has like, like six singles or something like nothing true like, yeah. true so. no I, that song selfish on that album get that's dude, nasty dude Nah, that's, that's my favorite that's my song sh- in the album me too me too jo- that's my i don't even know dude, who joy team. is i looked it up joy is the girl that's singing in the background like that's those are her oh. vocals stack like no way like the way they the way what she wrote i think i'm pretty sure she was the one that wrote her own vocal melody but um because she's listed as a producer on it okay she that that melody in the background is just so sick like so good so sick so good well i i mean i i actually that's funny that that she's because i i've listened to her really um quite a bit oh no i'm thinking of different joy i'm sorry oh okay um there's because there's another joy uh j-o-i Oh, um, oh, oh, yeah. I think she's she, just J O Y period or something. Right, like, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So the J O I has worked with uh, like like Big Crit actually on that that, oh, that okay. project right there. So that's yeah. why I was like, oh no way, that's very versatile of of her, but different different <laughs> joy. But um, yeah, I just checked. But either way, like, no, nah, he's 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 next. I think or not even next. He's, like he's kind of arrived. I feel like he yeah. he's that he's that perfect. He's got some new shit coming. Bl- yeah, that perfect new, blend of emo has, rap pop. He's got it all. Yeah, he has a new lyrical lemonade video coming soon. So Oh dope. Yeah, yeah so he's already he's already out. come he's already starting to roll out his next project, which is crazy. So <laughs> Dude, they yeah, these guys they just push, push, push. I, mean, I know. Hey, that's it, that's all you can do nowadays. Like think about Kendrick. When was the last I feel like I feel like Kendrick hasn't dropped in what, like since the Black Panther album, but like that wasn't even like really like, his album, count. you know what I'm saying? Damn Damn was twenty seventeen. Yeah, like I was in high school. That's crazy. Or, yeah. Or I think I think twenty seventeen. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, twenty eighteen was Black Panther. So, right. So that makes sense. I um, yeah, no, I, but different kind of artists. I feel like though. I feel like Kendrick's He's, albums are so much more like so much work goes into that shit. Yeah, you can yeah. tell like all like the like how like like all the beat switches and like the amount of soul that's in the songs and shit. Exactly. Like, you can't you can't pump that out in a day for sure. No, there's so. there's just too there's a lot of craftsmanship. Not that there's craft not craftsmanship with Kid Leroy stuff, yeah. but it's well, a little he bit freestyles more... most of his shit for Kid Leroy. Kid Leroy freestyles most of his shit. 
there you go so yeah, yeah. Like, that's like there's like there's this like clearly kendrick's not in the booth just like being like all right throw on a beat you know like <laughs> exactly he's he's, he's probably, so much i more, feel like he's more meticulous oh meticulous calculated yeah. all that stuff but yeah. i mean that's what makes kendrick kendrick right i mean exactly. what makes his projects i mean like he does the conceptual stuff right he's like actually considering like what you know you know certain even just a placement of songs like he really tells a story so yeah exactly um, but you know i like i love kid Leroy for a lot of different reasons i think he's somebody that definitely is Dude's uh, 17 years old crazy he's got staying crazy. power i think i think he's going to be around for quite a while so yeah but hey it would be hell of a song i i think it would definitely be a smash i think you <laughs> yes. got you got you got all the right uh, elements to, to make that dream song a, a, a reality so hey Thanks. maybe someday right you know that's what yeah, i always exactly. say with this <laughs> If it was ever my my dream, my goal is to make a mixtape of all the the dream songs I've had on this these shows. So <laughs> that would be that would be, that would be that would be my life's work. We'll we'll see what happens. But yeah. Anyway, Hex, thank you so much for being here, man. This was such a good episode. I really appreciate you. Give a lot of people here a lot of knowledge and insight, not only to you know your own music, but just you know entrepreneurship and, and mixing and mastering and engineering and telling a lot of your story. And, 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 you know, obviously we had a lot of laughs and, and, and we have a lot of just people like mutual people we know and, yeah. and, and have met. So it's just, it's just made for great conversations. So I to- totally appreciate you guys that are listening Thank and guys so and much. gals that are listening to our episode, our episode fans of us definitely make sure you check out this man. I mean, it's pretty clear by now after about an hour and some change that, uh, you know, he's, he's somebody I think that's here to stay in the, in the Boston and really, well, he's about to move to, to, to Austin. So we'll, we'll still yeah, be, yeah. uh, still a Boston still be guy promoting families his, his, at home. So <laughs> uh, we'll, 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 we'll still be promoting your stuff. No worries here. So thank you. <laughs> but, uh, people, uh, tell the people where they can find you, Hex, where, where can they find you on Instagram and all that good stuff. So for Instagram, it's I T S H three X. Um, for my artist page, my, uh, mixing page is mixed by H3X. Um, and then my website is mixed by H3X.com. And yeah, that's basically it. I mean, like I'm not really active on Twitter, so, but you can follow me. Same thing as my Instagram handle, but Twitter now nah. <laughs> Instagram's popping. Awesome. Yeah. So definitely, yeah. yeah. Follow me on Instagram, um, as, uh, my artist page for, just cool. I do like remix content and shit like that. And then as far as mixing, follow my Instagram page and check out my website because I do give a free sample mix um, to start. So you can actually, before you actually pay me for the service, you can decide if it's worth your money. It's like that's the biggest thing is when trusting people like me, you have no idea how it's going to come out. So you get to hear the final product before you actually pay for it um, instead of paying up front. So definitely if you're interested in that and hearing how you sound, check out my website for sure. Awesome. We're going to link all that in the description for you guys as well. And if you are a fan of Hex, just coming to us for the first time, make sure you give us a follow at Turntable Teachers on uh, Instagram. Uh, hit up our website, www.turntableteachers.com for all the latest blogs, podcast episodes, merch. And of course, in our catalog, we have, a, like I've said a couple of times on this episode, a brand new mini series through our Right Mind segment of the show, Mixing Tips with Hex. Make sure that you stay tuned for those. There's going to be many more of those to come. We're probably thinking to drop those maybe once every three or four weeks or once a month, something like that. So we're going to start to really kind of push those out. The first one is already out. Make sure you guys go check that out as well. If you are a somebody that is looking into engineering or just somebody that's in the music industry and wants to learn more. And uh, yeah, so make sure you guess like I said, head to our website, head to our Instagram. And uh, yeah, we follow us on YouTube, any podcast streaming service that you use. And uh, once again, Hex, thank you so much for a fantastic episode. This was really thank great. You. And uh, best thank of luck you. with everything. We will obviously be in touch. And uh, Facts, yeah. yeah, thanks. Thanks again so much. You're welcome, man. Thank you.
Of course, of course. All right, well, I'm Mike. This is Hex with the Turntable Teachers, and class is officially dismissed. Turn, 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 turn.